gentlemen, please take your seats. The spotlight is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. This evening, we are doing our second part, kind of not really. In this one, we are going to be covering the assassination of JFK, which is the uh, continuation, kind of, sort of, of our last week's Marilyn Monroe's. Which, before that, we determined that Marilyn Monroe did not die at the age of 27, which was the (laughs) one before that one. There you go. That's how you promote all in one go. Yeah, pretty much. Anyways, I am joined once again by Sarah and Nancy. We've switched places now. Sarah's going to be the narrator, and we're going to say funny things at her and make faces to her. So I just won't look at you. That's all right. You hardly look at me all day anyway. I know. It's, it's better for the stomach that way. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Wait, lots of shit. <laughs> All right, are we good? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so John F. Kennedy is known as John Fitzgerald Kennedy. He was the first president born in the 20th century, and he was the youngest, youngest elected president at the age of 43. He was assassinated on November 22nd, 1963, at the age of 46. So the uh, assassination took place in Dallas, Texas, on Elm Street in the Dealey Plaza. So he was driving in a motorcade. Um, so JFK and Jacqueline Kennedy were sitting in the back. JFK was on your right. Jacqueline was on your left. And they were in an elevated seat. And in front of them was Texas Governor John Connolly, who was sitting right in front of Kennedy. And his wife, Nellie, was in front of Jacqueline Kennedy on the left side. And the car behind them was the Secret Service that flanked and, oh, and flanked at the front and slightly just slightly to the right of the car and also to the left of the back of the car of a motorcade, like a motorcycle cade. Um, Clinton Hill was on Mrs. Kennedy's Secret Service as her assigned agent, and he spent actually a lot of time with her throughout that first uh, term. Um, And for the most of the drive, he stood on the running boards of the president's limo, which was a convertible in case people aren't sure why this happened. But he relaxed near the end of the trip and got onto the car behind them and stood on their running boards. As they rounded Dealey Plaza on Elm Street, it, the car had to kind of slow down because it's like a curve. And that's when the first shot rang out and then another. The second shot allegedly hit Kennedy in the back of the neck, right underneath the collar of his shirt, and came out his throat. And then through. Then Governor Connolly had turned and was also shot. A third shot rang out, which hit the president in the head. So Mrs. Kennedy is seen in the film at this point, climbing onto the back of the limo. Most people presume that she was trying to escape, but she wasn't. She was actually grabbing bits of her husband's head to put it back. You should see Nancy's face right now. Yeah, yeah, she was in such shock that she was actually trying to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. So was the okay? Can you explain what they were doing? Like I know they were in a car, but was it for a parade? Was it? Yeah, it was part of the um, start of the re-election for her second term. Okay. So they were on the they were starting the campaign trail basically for the next election. So when she was like when that happened, her trauma response was, "Oh, I gotta fix him," 
you know, I, I don't think anybody could understand what was going through her mind at that time as her husband's head basically just exploded right next to her. That poor woman. Yeah. That had to follow her till her death, right? So Clinton Hill, Agent Clinton Hill was, runs and jumps onto the limo at the back of the trunk. And that's when he saw Mrs. Kennedy grabbing pieces of her husband's skull. So he gets her back into the seat. President Kennedy falls over to the left and his head is in her lap. And Agent Hill recalls vividly um, looking down and seeing nothing but a massive hole. And the president unresponsive with his eyes open. He looks up and gives a thumbs down to the car behind him, indicating that the president was dead. And they sped off, got onto the freeway and took the president to a hospital because he actually did still have a pulse. Um, 20 minutes later at 1 p.m., the president was pronounced dead. So that's all that's true. That's all that happened, but there's so much more. Um, Lee Harvey Oswald, he was last, he was seen less than two minutes later on the second floor of the Texas School Book Depository. He retrieves a Coke and, and he's let go through the, through the building because he was an employee. They didn't see him as a threat. So he walks home, grabs a handgun, and leaves. He is stopped by police officer J.D. Tippett, and he shoots the officer dead. He's then located in a movie theater about 80 minutes after the president was assassinated, and he was arrested. So the law enforcement searched the book depository and found on the sixth floor by the windows overlooking Elm Street an Italian bolt-action military rifle, a Carcano rifle. Oswald's Oswald has been part of the U.S. military before defecting to Russia years earlier. He married a young Russian woman named Marina, and the two returned to the United States with their six-month-old daughter in 1962. He was known as a proud Marxist and a Castro sympathizer, a communist, basically, and he was being watched and tracked by the FBI. Oswald quickly became the number one suspect in JFK's assassination, but he was actually never officially charged with the killing of the president. Two days later, on November 24th, Oswald was executed by strip club and nightclub owner Jack Ruby while in the parking garage of the police station as he was being transferred to county lockup, where they thought he would be safer. Yeah, miss oversight. But we'll get to Jack Ruby later, in, you know, because the, there's a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding him as well that's connected. So the two shooters, to me, is not really a conspiracy theory. The physics kind of speak to this. Whether you believe in science or not, it's what it is. What it is, right? So I've heard that there was at least four bullets. Four bullets shot. There was one that missed. Possibly one that missed, but I don't think that is true. So the first bullet, like I said, went through the back of Kennedy's head, or through his neck and throughout his throat. And this is where it gets tricky because the Warren Commission has this theory called the magic bullet theory. And it states the following. When the bullet exited Kennedy, it entered Connolly's back near his right armpit, shattered his fifth rib, exited out from under his right nipple, shattered his right wrist, and ended up in his left thigh. <coughs> this couldn't have been the same bullet. It could not have been. One. No, because I was even trying to sit there last night at work. I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, I watched the Zaputer film for the 90th time again because, you know, I can't see that enough. And I was trying to figure out if he turned to the left because I'm thinking if you're in the left side of the car, the passenger side, and something happens in the backseat, you automatically turn to the left. But he actually did turn to the right. For it to come from the book depository or even from JFK, he would have had to been right fuck around. Yeah. It didn't. It had come from the right front of the right hit him here 
as he was turning, and that's why it came out here in his hand. So I'm still not sure how it got into his left thigh because the trajectory just wouldn't have. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't no, make any sense. No matter how you slice it or try and twist the human body, that 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 doesn't line up. Right. So one, the bullet would not have made it through Kennedy and all through Connolly to end up in his left thigh. The bullet would have lost speed after hitting Connolly's rib, and even more so would have lost more speed, I should say, after hitting his wrist. It would have likely have just stayed in his wrist or maybe landed in the seat very, like, you know? Um, Number two, the bullet was found that the Warren Commission said was this magic bullet was pretty much intact, and the bullet fragments from Connolly's wounds would have seen a less intact bullet. Um, However, um, it what the hell did I write here? It could be consistent with the through and through of Kennedy's neck and throat. The first shot, like I said, did not miss Kennedy. It was that through and through through his neck. The second shot hit Governor Connolly. The third shot hit Kennedy in the head. And Connolly said three shots rang out. One, Kennedy. Two, him. And third, Kennedy again. And his story never changed. But some say there, that there was the fourth shot. So the first one came from the front from the right hand side to the front of his head not from behind because you if you've watched the zaputer film he goes back and then they think that a fourth bullet came from the book depository hit him in the front the back of the head and pushed him forward again and that's when he tipped over onto her lap so whether or not there was that fourth shot i'm not sure i think that when you get shot with the impact you're going to lean back and because you're in a car with the back a certain height, you're going to bounce forward. Anyways. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have some bounce going on. <clears throat> so bullets don't move slow from my last calculation. No, but they do slow down the further they get. Yeah, but the type of rifle it is, you're not going up with a handgun and trying to hit a guy from half a no. mile away. You're using some high end shit. But, but still, the seats in the cars though were a lot more cushiony and bouncy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're gonna bounce either way. Yeah. So why would I say this? Physics. Physics, bezel. When the bullet hit Kennedy in the head, it sent blood, brain matter, and bone fragments all across the back and to the left of the limo. Whoops, that way. Nobody can see me. Why am I pointing? Don't point. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> A shot from behind wouldn't have done that. The motorcyclists who were on the right-hand side... One of them was a little further back, closer to the car with the Secret Service, and one of them was a little bit more adjacent to the left rear <coughs> side. He got covered in um, Squishy bits. blood and brain matter. Agent Hill recalled seeing it go flying back behind Kennedy. It was a much closer range in a high-power rifle. The possible fourth shot that struck Kennedy from behind sent less forward because it was further away and in a more downward trajectory. The fourth bullet is another conspiracy theory. Surprise. If there was no fourth bullet, then how did blood spatter get to the front of the car? Well, because when the bullet hit the front of his head, high-velocity spatter went forward in a more spray pattern in smaller sizes, and what went behind was larger, went further, and would be considered as medium velocity. The bullet hit the head, the front first. As it traveled through, it slowed a bit, and blood was blocked by bone and brain matter, basically exploding it. And like I mentioned to you the other night, um, sometimes it's not necessarily the bullet that kills you. It's the shock wave that's behind it. Yes. And that would because blow out the brain matter. In the that bone. would push everything yes. everywhere, right? So 
so it's hard to explain basically but you get the gist right of the low the velocity blood spatter so you got three shots two shooters basically boom yeah so just moments after kennedy was pronounced dead his vice president lyndon b johnson was sworn in as president on air force one before returning to dc with mrs kennedy by his side still covered in her husband's blood and his body loaded into the plane they did not do an autopsy in texas which is actually against the law he was taken to bethesda maryland naval hospital where that's where they performed the autopsy and they didn't do a very good job um days later he established um johnson established a committee to investigate kennedy's assassination to determine if there was one shooter or multiple and if this was a conspiracy to take out president kennedy or president kennedy johnson appointed chief justice of the united states earl warren to head the warren commission wait wait what they were doing an investigation to see if somebody was trying to assassinate him if there was a plot a conspiracy whether it was like a domestic or uh international Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't make that clear. I was tired this morning and I was writing this. I was going to say, I'm like, I'm pretty sure someone planned to do it because they fucking did it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they gone done and did it. So Earl Warren, he headed the Warren Commission with Russell, Richard Russell Jr., John Sherman Cooper, Gerald Ford, uh, Alan Dulles, and John McCloy. For 10 months, they allegedly did their job. Problems with this are they did not interview all of the witnesses or all of the Secret Service who were present that day. They ignored key evidence, yet September 1964, they released their conclusion in 26 volumes of 888 pages that one shooter, Lee Harvey Oswald, was responsible and that there was no conspiracy to have President Kennedy assassinated domestically or internationally. Um, More issues with this is that half of the commission had issues with Kennedy. Alan Dulles was head of the CIA until Kennedy removed him holding him partially responsible and at fault for the Bay of Pigs disaster. Senator Richard Russell was a segregationist, and multiple civilian witnesses also said that the shots had come from behind them, up the grassy knoll where the fence separated the rail yard and Dealey Plaza. Journalist Cheryl McKinnon said the following, quote, The only thing that I am absolutely sure of today is that at least two of the shots fired that day at Dealey Plaza came from behind where I stood on the knoll, not from the book depository. Puffs of white smoke still hung in the air in small patches, unquote. Her account and the account of Bill Newman, who stood 10 feet away from the cars, put the person who shot the fatal shot at the top of the knoll about 95 feet away. The, de- the book depository is about 85 feet away, but if you- once you add up the trajectory of the sixth floor, you're adding more feet to it. So you're looking at 100 or possibly more feet. So you have to add that up. Mary Mormon, who stood on the left of the motorcade, facing the fence at the top of the grassy knoll, happened to take a photo as the shot happened, capturing a dark shadow over the fence on the other side of the rail yard. But people ran in the direction of the fence looking for the gunman, and all of this was ignored. As was the fact that this took place in six seconds. The first shot was in about 2.75 seconds, then another one 4.81 seconds, and then three quarters of a second. The gun found at the book depository that belonged to Oswald could not load that fast. The lead particles in Kennedy's head did not match the type of ammo that Oswald used in that gun. All was ignored. Yeah. Yeah. So Jack Ruby shot and killed Lee Harvey Oswald two days later on November 24th, 1963. But who was Ruby? He was a strip and nightclub owner who allegedly had ties to the mafia. 
He knew all of the police, which was why it was easy for him to get so close to Oswald. They didn't see him as a threat, and he could just walk right up to them. Um, he first said he did it to spare Mrs. Kennedy the agony of testifying and going through a trial, and then later he said that he had an epileptic seizure and the gun just went off and he didn't understand why or what he just did. So my theory, this is my theory and my theory alone, and I think it makes a lot of sense. So You would. It's your theory and your theory alone. Well, then let me know what you think. Okay. Okay, so my theory was that he and Oswald were hired either by the CIA or the mafia to do this. Oswald got pinched first because he's sloppy and idiotic. Um, so in order to keep Oswald quiet and take all of the heat, the only way to do that was to ha- was to kill him. Better to go down for killing the man who killed the p- beloved president than the president himself. Am I right? Yeah, I guess so. Because uh, basically you kill the man who killed the president, you look good. You yeah, know? you're a hero. You are kind of a hero. You still get charged with murder, but it's better than being the other guy. Yeah. So, do you agree? It's a possibility? It's a possibility. It's not out there. Yeah. So, um, and the second is Matt's favorite. Oh, my favorite. Mind control. Mind control brought to you by MK Ultra. <laughs> Get your fix today. Let's not say we did. So, what? during the Cold War, the CIA was convinced I like that- your eyebrows tonight. They look amazing. Emotional support eyebrows. Okay. <laughs> All right. Can I, emotional support. Emotional support because you need it. See, I've always wanted a CNI midget. A Isn't that why we have a kid? A CNI midget. You know, like a. But they can't see over tall buildings or cars or anything. So do you mean like seeing a dog? Like but a small yeah. human, tiny oh, human. Jesus yeah. Would you dress them up like No. I'm, I would. <laughs> I might dress them up as like Yoda for Halloween or something. <laughs> but midgets kind of freak me out, so. Anywho. Anyways. Anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what we learned today? That ketchup was once made from shark's buttholes. That was what I said? Shark's buttholes? Yeah. Was buttholes. Back, the very first experiment with ketchup was made. It was like boiled buttholes. shark buttholes. Yeah. And then through what was it? Something mushroom something? Yeah, then um then love apples. Then boiled mushroom and salt water. Yeah, and then he called tomatoes love apples. <laughs> love apples. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Anyways, wow. um that's a whole different conversation. We should have that one day. Uh the conversation about the evolution of ketchup. That was an interesting speech. Anyways, so during the Cold War, the CIA was convinced that the Soviets Gotta cut all that shit out. Just no, discovered a drug that allowed them to control the human mind. So they started a program referred to as MK Ultra. Director of this new CIA experiment, Sidney Gottlieb. Gottlieb? 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 Gottlieb. Anyways, well, I can't. I'm not the only one that struggled with work names tonight. Fuck. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I might be on this myself. Anyways, he tried LSD as a way to alter the minds of some people. He'd spread it around through using hospitals and clinics and institutions um, as an experiment to find out basically what people's reactions were and whether or not it could be used to control minds. Is that kind of like when we used to blow pot in the dog's ear to see if it got them high? Yeah, I guess so, but you shouldn't do that. By the way, it works. Well, you shouldn't do that. Anyways, allegedly Jack Ruby was one of the CIA's guinea pigs, and some believe Oswald was too, but I actually couldn't find his name anywhere. I found Jack Ruby's actually when I was looking for Oswald. Um, Excuse me. You can cut my burp out. 
Um, Dr. Jolly West was Ruby's psychiatrist. West actually inserted himself into Ruby's case after his conviction. Ruby still had to testify at the Warren Commission hearing. In April 1964, West goes to see Ruby to examine him and says in 48 hours, Jack Ruby had a psychotic break and that he was having audio and visual hallucinations and could not return to sanity. So Alan Dulles, as you know, was part of the Warren Commission, was the former head of the SF, uh, the CIA, too many letters, by the way, uh, because Kennedy removed him. Dulles was second in command to Earl Warren on the commission. Allegedly, there was or is a theory that the CIA was involved in JFK's assassination because the CIA had operation to overthrow Fidel Castro, which was the communist Cuba leader, communist Cuban leader. Um, and JFK basically stopped that. Richard Helms, who oversaw the MK Ultra program, was Dr. Jolly West's employer and a liaison between the CIA and the Warren Commission. And the Warren Commission was out to prove that Oswald acted alone. So, <laughs> the CIA pro- may, may have programmed Oswald to take out Kennedy and then Ruby to prevent Oswald from talking. That's one theory. Um, in 1978, Frank Church Commission exposed the MK Ultra trials and that Dulles and Helms, as well as a shit ton of others, lied about the CIA involvement with Oswald and, and their own agents. And in the end, they concluded that there was indeed a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Me. Do you have anything to add to the MK? Uh, no. No. I, I know of it. I didn't jump down the bunny hole. If I find out more about it, maybe we'll do an entire podcast on MKUltra. It was so confusing for me because I'm not yeah. into that kind of stuff. I, I just wanted you to dip the toe in just Did to I say, dip it enough? Yeah, yeah, we're just good. Just the tip? Yeah, see just, if I like just it? the tip, just to see if you like it. Yeah. Okay, so there's some other conspiracy theories going around. There's the Jesuit theory, which I didn't actually have time to dive down. Je- Jesuit dive into. theory? The Jesuit theory. They didn't even, they mentioned it, but they didn't actually even give details about it. So oh. I'm not going looking. I don't have time to go look for this theory. Um, so if you want, go out there and look at the Jesuit theory and see what they had. In, they were involved in the Kennedy assassination. Um, Army General Edwin Walker disliked Kennedy and feared that Kennedy would end the Cold War or something like that. Um, influential retailers. Oops, I made peace. Uh-oh. Like what? Because war makes some money. I know that, but... Yeah. Influential retailer no. Stanley Marcus actually warned the White House that Dulles wasn't safe for the president, or that Dallas wasn't safe for the president. Apparently, neither was Alan Dulles. Um, it was odd that there was no active protesting going on, despite the fact that there was a lot of anti-Kennedy um, uh, issues going on with the local oilmen, um, like the men who, you know, the people who struck oil and become rich Texans and shit. Yeah. Um. They Oil were, They were really pissed at him. Um, and so was Edwin Walker, right? Um, the Secret Service's involvement, they they knew about these threats because it has not just by Stanley Marcus telling them, hey, don't come here because there's a lot of threats against him, but other also other threats too. Um, but they they cleaned the limo right away while he was in the hospital. So there was no um, processing the scene because basically the limo was the crime scene. Um, well, one of the crime scenes. Um, they cleaned it all up and basically had it done before the police could even get to it. Um, they had his body removed before Dallas had the autopsy done, which I had mentioned earlier, that being actually illegal. And they knew of the threat and the open limo. If you knew of the threat, why would you let him ride in an open limo? Like, yeah, put him in a bulletproof one, right? It, yeah. Or cancel 
or cancel it, but they didn't. So was there an involvement from C- from the Secret Service? I'm not saying that the agents that were there that day may not have been privy to it. Well, you don't if but you're doing that. But there could the have been less other people agents. that know the better, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Jacqueline Kennedy said after Oswald's arrest that the assassin didn't fit the crime and that her husband wasn't afforded the satisfaction of being killed for civil rights, but a silly little communist. Um, issues with Walker and the military. Um, they were worried that Kennedy would de-escalate the Cold War and pull out troops out of Vietnam. The oil men were angry at Kennedy for wanting to eliminate their tax breaks, you know, because the rich gets richer. Um, the mafia to derail Kennedy's Department of Justice. Um, he, I guess he had some plans for that. And the CIA for fear that JFK might end their covert plot to kill Castro. Oh. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I I think, I, I definitely think that the assassination was a plot, a deeper plot for sure. Um, there was three, three, three shots and they all hit. Two of them hit Kennedy, one of them hit Governor Connolly. Um, and I think obviously that there's no way that there wasn't more than one shoot. Like there was more than two shooters there are less than two shooters. So yeah. What about you guys? What do you- I don't know. Um, I have seen the footage. Um, if you get a decent enough copy, you'll really wish you hadn't seen the footage. Yeah. It's icky. Um, I've seen it so many times in the last like what? Three, four days. Yeah. You also slowed it down and zoomed in. No, I didn't. They did it. Oh, it's they all, did it. It's also been cleaned up now, and it's clearer and cleaner. Because it was an 8 millimeter film, right? See, I don't trust anything that's been too altered. You know, because you, you can mess with things. It, it wasn't that cleaned up. It was just made a bit more clear. like. But there's, like, if you want books and stuff, um, Six Seconds. I can't remember who wrote it. Yeah. Uh, just look up six seconds um, about the Kennedy assassination. That was a pretty good book. And this guy actually pretty much followed the Kennedy issue right from the beginning and had already determined that there was a conspiracy. Well, he started off the space race thing, right? I guess. I didn't look into that. I'm pretty sure that was him. What do you got, Nancy? So while I was doing the Monroe research, there was part of the article, the Vanity Fair article, that talked about how the mafia was trying to take the Kennedys down and that they were doing surveillance. So what I find interesting is that, sorry, when was his death date again? And November 22nd, 1963. And when did they say was Maryland's? Uh, August 5th, I think, 1962. So a year and a bit later. Yeah. Because they, uh, this I, I know the the FBI and the CIA were not impressed with the Kennedys for leaking all the secrets mm-hmm. to Monroe, and there had already been surveillance and everything started. I I agree. I think they're they were definitely watching both sides at that time before Marilyn died, um, and it would give the CIA the biggest motive to take out Kennedy. And probably even had a hand a couple what a couple months later taking out Bobby Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember when he died, but um, hang on. Oh, you're looking it up. Bobby Kennedy Jr. Oh, that's not the right one. I don't think I want Jr. Do I? 
Uh, he was assassinated on oh, June 6, 1968. So it was a little bit down the line, but he was still also assassinated. And I find that that... So like five year span. <clears throat> and it's weird because why would you assassinate two Kennedys? And it was the reason that I think they, they assassinated Bobby Kennedy later because he was running for president. And they could not have another loose cannon Kennedy in the White House, right? The CIA, I mean. So... They have, that's another exploring, like just the Kennedys alone, just going down the rabbit hole of JFK's death and then going into Bobby Kennedy's death. We could probably tie it in easily to a, to a conspiracy itself, because I find it just really strange that both of these guys were gunned down. So typically when somebody's assassinated, it's because they have too much information Mm -hmm. and they hold too much power with that information. With power comes great responsibilities. Yes. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> yeah. And that would give motive to take out Marilyn Monroe as well. Because she now knew all this information. Yep. And was prepared to use it. Yes. And who's to say that with Kennedy out of the picture, John F. Kennedy out of the picture, that maybe that information dies with him as well. So it's a it's a twofer. Yes. We should do... We, do you still have your Ouija board? No, I got rid of it. You okay, told me to. Okay, good. But I was like, we should contact Marilyn Monroe and John F. Kennedy. <laughs> oh, like they would talk to some Canadians from the future. Yeah. Can we bore you for five minutes, please? So, how old was Kennedy? 46 when he died. 46. So, he was, what, like, almost 10 years exactly older than Monroe. She's 36. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not... He's about nine years older. Nine years older? Yeah, because he would have been uh, 45 when she died. She was born in 26. Yeah, but didn't you say they only died months apart? No, a year and a couple months. Oh. He was born in 1917. 17. And she was born in 1926. So nine years. So nine years, yeah. Nine years apart. That's still like, I don't know, that's weird. The whole thing's weird. It is. It's weird. And, um, like, watching the film, I didn't really... I've seen the film before, right? But I never really had to... I only had to focus on it. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, there goes his head backwards. I didn't actually see it. The, some of the documentary... The documentary that I watched had it slowed right down, and they were doing frame by frame. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then, I'm, of course, I had to write information down, so I had to go back. So I've watched that. Over and over. No wonder I couldn't sleep this week. Like the, Watching a man's head get blown off. The thing that floored me the most is when apparently Jackie was trying to put his head back together. Because you didn't know that. And it's just you. like, really? Yeah. Like, you can't even think of that state of mind that you're just so in shock oh, and shit. Let me grab fucked up that happened. It's like, oh, honey, you dropped your frontal cortex. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Like, holy. There's even theories that Lyndon B. Johnson was also behind it. Yeah. With Because I guess there was some, I don't know, there was a scandal. I didn't look, I didn't go full into that. But apparently there was a fear of a scandal where he would have been taken off the, the ballot as his running mate as, as uh, vice president. Wow. And it is kind of weird that he was quickly, he was, he was adamant to be sworn <laughs> in right then and there. 
Yeah. At, like what? 80 minutes less less than 2 hours after the president was dead. Yeah, they do it immediately because they still need a commander in chief. They do, but he would have automatically have fell into that position anyway, so it could have weaned. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like he didn't even wait like to get c- into Washington. He did it in Dallas in the plane. Like it, Yeah, like he could have been It could have weaned so they just got back to the White House. president. It didn't need to be sworn in right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to need your blood sample. All right. I'm ready to go. Let's go now. Yeah. You know, like. Can you guys make me a president? But he even wasn't happy with the commission report, the Warren Commission report. And um, I think Richard Russell said he wouldn't even sign off on it at first. So he wasn't high on the conclusion that they had drawn. So that speaks volumes as well. Yeah. Um, I would love to dive deep into that. Maybe not for a podcast, but just even just to get my hands on it. But even since, like, a lot of files have been declassified about the JFK assassination, but there's still thousands, thousands of files that have not been declassified. If I'm not mistaken, there might be a Mandela effect about the assassination, too, I think. Oh, I don't know. People remember it happening a different way back before. It could also be a different perspective depending where you're standing or which angle you're seeing it. Well, yeah, but it was supposed to be like of that same video. Mm. You know, the one that's stereotypically like in... The Zaputer the film, they call it. The what? The Zaputer film. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was taken by a man named something Zaputer mm. who was also a Russian immigrant. Hmm... Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. There, Harry Potter. That you go. Yeah, that's way better than things that make you go ouch. Agreed. Yeah. So I'm not sure, but I also read that Jack Ruby was a Jewish businessman, like he was Jewish. So he wouldn't. That kind of throws a wrench into my Oswald Ruby did it theory because would they really work together? Yeah, but, I don't know. But I also don't think that. Even though Oswald was a um, Castro sympathizer. I can't say that. I was going to say synthesizer. Um, I don't think he really had motive to do this. And I also don't think that he would, at least not on his own. I don't think he would have come up with this plan to take out the president on his own. I don't think he was intelligent enough. And if he was intelligent enough, he wouldn't have gotten caught that fucking easily. He wouldn't have left the gun behind. He would have stashed it better. You know, he would have been out of there. He wouldn't have gone back home and grabbed another gun and went walking down the street. He would have fucking stayed home. So I don't think either he wasn't the one there in the book depository where he was. And he's just an idiot. See, like, that's why I don't understand why they did the thing in the first place. The the parade-like thing. You, You don't parade, well, I would imagine nowadays you don't at all parade around uh, any super important person. They don't anymore. No, that's what I mean. If they do, it's inside an actual car with bulletproof glass. Like the Pope Mobile? Yeah, that's the Pope Bubble. The Pope. Is that what it is? The Pope Bubble? I'm looking at Nancy because you're the Catholic. Yeah, Catholic. Mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I haven't ever seen him. Um... But yeah, I don't think they have done. I think they learned a lesson. As you know, only one president has been attempted to be assassinated since then. If I wasn't mistaken, Kennedy was also sworn in on the alien stuff. And that might be part of the stuff that they hushed. That 
he may have spoke to Marilyn Monroe about? Could possibly. I think Marilyn Monroe would have had enough dirt without that. Do you think we have alien overlords? No. No? Would you be surprised if we did? At this point? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think fucking anything could surprise me. No. We're at 35 minutes. Call it. Yeah, you're good. Time of death. Time of death. Time of death. 1101. <laughs> there you go. Well, we made it through the two-parter. This one's a little bit shorter, but that means that you guys can just come back earlier next time to listen to it. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds like they always won. <laughs> I see. I didn't want to. I could have jammed more into this. I just didn't want to. Yeah. And, and the best part about doing it like this is that if you don't really care to hear about the JFK assassination, but you might want to know a little bit about Marilyn Monroe, you get that option. You yeah. can just pick and choose, right? I do think that there's definitely a connection, though. Like, there's definitely a connection between her death and his death. There's got to be. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't <sighs> make that quick. sense. Yeah. You know? And if it does happen, like that quickly, like I don't believe in so. For example, if Marilyn dies, right, and they even a little bit suspect foul play because of you know her association with the president, and the president's brother, is yeah. it? Yeah, I didn't know if it was a cousin or an uncle or. A... Well, who knows? But we only know of the two. If there was any wonder around her death, there's no way they would have done an open air motorcade like that. Because they would have been on higher security where you don't just stick your president out in the air. You know what I mean? I did that in public once. And <laughs> the looks, guys. Now she's lost her thought. <laughs> Was that ever done before? The open um, I, parade type thing? In the documentary that I watched, I think they said that this is kind of the first time. And um, you had said the Kennedys were famous before he they went into politics they were well known because his father was into politics they never made it to the presidential level uh jack kennedy john kennedy that was his nickname jack he was the first one first kennedy to make it to office to office and then bobby kennedy was running later when he was assassinated and i think there's a kennedy running now can you imagine how much information the three of them must have had to be shot. That is and one fucked up thruple in the span of five years. Yeah. yeah. So you can't tell me that they're not connected. Oh, I'm not telling you that they're not. I, yeah, I like, fully believe no there is way, something yeah, there. There's no, there's and I'm no going doubt. to say it's either mafia or CIA. Yeah. I think those are our two options. Don't come for me. Please don't come for me. I'm a proud mom. The helicopters can't see us. We're indoors because it's cold outside. I can put sigils to protect us from demons, but not CIA. Alrighty, we good? <laughs> We're at 38 minutes. That's a little bit better. We padded it yeah, out yeah, a bit. Yeah. The car just went by. We, so we, we padded the bra a bit. Alrighty. Well, we will see you next week with something completely different. Have a good night.